Hi everyone, this is Aaron and you are listening to Walnut Notes, the official podcast for the members and friends of FCBC Walnut. Today I will take you into our 11th grade Sunday school class with my co-teachers John Ng and Joyce Ho. I recorded a live exit interview with them on our second to last class of the 2018-2019 school year. We talk about preparing lessons, room for improvement, and give warnings as well as encouragement and exhortations to our students. Thanks for listening. Our class is what I what I like to consider an open class, and that means people can come in whenever they want. And that's why Philip and Julie and sometimes other people have come in. Um, I I wanted to promote a culture where we can uh, encourage other people to maybe see what we do in this class, and if they want to become a teacher, uh, then we can we can work with them. And so that's why we've been kind of an open class. Also, you know, I think I think our class is really good, so I want people to experience the greatness of 11th grade Sunday school. Joyce actually got started uh, because I asked her to sub in, but I'll let you tell your story. What else am I supposed to say? I'm also supposed to say that, um, oh, this is Joyce's first year teaching. So that's some context. This is Joyce's first year teaching. Uh, John, actually, this is your first year teaching after returning from a break, right? How long of a break was it? Year and a half, two years. Year and a half or two years. Okay, so that's a, that's a a year away from teaching is already a long time to be away from teaching it. Oh wait, uh, I did teach last year. Did you? Oh, no, no, no. Well, I did not teach class. this class. class. Right, right. This so class. the less the so you were teaching different lessons, and then coming back into this, I'm sure it was like yeah. kind of yeah. Um, what else? Uh, also behind the scenes stuff. Um, oh, we email each other every Monday. Every Monday, I try to email them kind of the plan, the agenda. Uh, for what what the upcoming weeks is, and then we share periods because some people don't respond. <laughs> you know, I don't know why they don't respond, but some people don't respond. Yeah, yeah. Some I don't people. Know. I don't know why. Some people don't always watch the the tapes. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't watch tapes. Even though I want them to get better as teachers, but you know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> All right, we have um, we have some questions here. We'll go John and then Joyce. John, what are your overall thoughts of teaching this year? Uh, let, me, let, me, let me grab my notes, because oh, nice. I you. actually thank prepared. You. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Five minutes. We ago. actually try in this class <laughs> <all> sometimes. <laughs> uh, my overall thoughts. Um, I used to teach this class like four years ago. Um, overall thought is that, one, it's a little bit more personal, the way things are set up, so that's, that's Aaron's touch. Um, in that it is more personal with prayer requests, because I didn't do that junk. I mean, it's not junk, but I didn't do that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And then uh, I I was also intrigued by how this year was going to go, because Joyce is new, um, and sometimes newer teachers say some really weird things, um, but they also kind of, like, get scared. But I think Joyce jumped into it pretty well. Uh, So... After, like, the first, like, four or three lessons, like, it wasn't really intriguing for me in that sense. (laughs) Because I like it when people screw up. They get really flustered. So that brings joy to my life. So you wanted her to fail. I didn't want her to fail. I mean, yeah, maybe momentarily a failure, but they learn from their failures. So ultimately, it's, it's... 
I'm looking, looking for growth. <laughs> but but it, for me, it's fun to see people struggle in the sense of like their their growth their growth and how they grow. Because when I had to start, like I didn't know what the heck I was doing. But that was like a long time ago. I just like they they slotted me in teaching Sunday school. So I just I was like, screw it, let's just teach Sunday school. Um, and then yeah, like I had to learn on my own. No one taught me how to teach. Um, but uh, yeah, Joyce progressed actually pretty quickly. I think there's a natural uh, ability to teach, um, which is why you didn't struggle as much as I wanted me to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, so th- those were my overall thoughts. Those are very unique overall thoughts. I Joyce, know. what are your overall <laughs> thoughts? Um, my overall thoughts were, well, for me personally, it was like very, very stressful in the beginning and at the end and in the middle. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even go in order. (laughs) It was really stressful, but it was also a really fun challenge, um, to like be able to have so much like direct influence in the students' lives and like... So as a counselor in Unicoi, I don't really like talk to the guys on Fridays. I kind of just like go to Unicoi and then I have my small group and I talk to my girls. So it's kind of cool to be able to interact with like the guys in Unicoi in this class. <laughs> um, and yeah, I think even though it might not have seemed to John that I was failing and struggling, I think that like. <laughs> um, yeah, it was, like, really challenging to be able to come up with a lesson and to, like, make sure it was good content and to be able to deliver it. Um, but it was really cool to be able to, like, have this space to try it out and experiment with different ideas. And John and Aaron were also really good examples and very supportive um, of my teaching endeavor. So. Supportive. Yeah, Even yeah, in your struggling. <laughs> um, John, what did preparation of your lessons look like? Uh, a lot of it was taking from the years past, uh, but if, if you really want to get a good visual, it's me drinking coffee at my desk at work with two monitors. One monitor had the Bible, the other monitor had all my teaching notes. I like that. Um, and then uh, that, that was that's kind of how it looked. I didn't really do much at home um, unless I had to. Uh, I think for the hermeneutics of eschatology, um, that one I had to do something at home. Um, but yeah, generally I, I did it at work, which kind of worked out. Kind of didn't. Sometimes I would get like really bogged down with work. I would just forget about it. How many hours do you think you put in just, let's just say a typical lesson? So maybe not something hard like the eschatology, but just like a general Sunday lesson. I want to say about like three to five hours. That's good. Good yeah. job. Joyce, what did your lesson preparation look like? Um, well, I would read a lot of articles online on the topics that I was teaching, and then um, kind of like get an idea of like what I wanted to say, and then create an outline, and then go from there. And then I also read the books that you guys provided, um, so I got a lot of content from the books, and that was really helpful too. Um, and then I would try and start like at least two weeks before the lesson because I'm the type of person that feels like I'm never finished with anything. Like, all my school assignments, um, 
Like all my school assignments, I would like work until the very last moment before I turned it in because I always feel like it could be better. So like for these lessons, I would start pretty early, but then always end like the night before. Sometimes at like 2 a.m. Mm. I'd still be like editing. Wow. <laughs> um, That's dedication. Yeah. yeah. And were you doing it on the computer as well? Yeah. On your laptop, I guess? Yeah. At on home. Bed. Yeah. On your bed. Okay. Yeah. All right, right. And um, how many hours do you think that you put in to each lesson, typical? Uh, I think it ranges anywhere from like 8 to like, like maybe 12. Okay, that's, that's a good chunk, yeah. But you are a new teacher, right? And so for experienced teachers, you are able to, you know, have background stuff, kind of know maybe a plan from previous lessons. Um, I think it is also a good point that you brought up that like um, we, you know, it's not like... It's not like we're, we went to school. I mean, John went to school, but it's not like me and Joyce went to school for this stuff. And so we're not making up the lessons from scratch. Most of the times we do have, like, books um, that we did, you know, take from. And also, like, online stuff helped a lot, too. Also, I had um, Hanley's, sir, Hanley's Sunday School Notes right, that right, John right. provided for me. Yes, for the yes, yes. So yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, I think it's, it's good that, like, it's good for you to know that we're not just making it up and feeling out as we go along. There was some sort of structure, even though you might not have felt it, there was structure. Um, John, what do you think you did well this year? Just straight up, practically speaking, I don't know, maybe emotionally, I don't know. If you... <laughs> my, my notes that are prepared for today, five minutes ago, <laughs> it says, I have no idea. Oh, come on. I, I actually don't know. I mean, the way I taught, like, four years ago uh, for this class in the same way that I, I, I taught this year. I mean, it was a little bit different um, just in how it was cut up. Uh, but I I guess in terms of having the amount of work that I do at work and then having to prepare for this class, like it, I have found a balance, so that was good for me. Um, just to figure out what the balance was between work and Sunday school. So. No, that's important, man. I think that, like, if, if you did, like, err too far on, like, the the Sunday school stuff, then your work would get neglected, and that's obviously not, not good yeah. for your life. Um, but, you know, if you didn't have time to prepare, then, yeah, we'd have to figure out how to improve on that. So, yeah, work-life balance is especially important in, in like, this Sunday school atmosphere because it is only just one hour a week that we get with you guys, right? But it is in the back of our minds. Like, it's really important this one hour that we have with you. Joyce, what do you think you did well this year? Um, I think continuing <laughs> and like always having a lesson prepared, I guess. Because like sometimes it felt like really last minute and I was like, oh, I don't know if I have anything for the lesson. So just doing it and having a lesson prepared every time. Yeah, yeah, good. And then of course, um, what do you want to improve for next year, John? Uh, I think I could be a little bit more personal. Maybe, uh, I don't know. I didn't write this one down, but maybe, maybe not joke as much. But I think that's my personality, so I don't know. I don't know, whatever. Uh, and then um, remember names. <laughs> so I, I'm thankful that this class never exceeded 20 people. 
because uh, then I would have really struggled to not know anyone's name. Yeah, I'm I'm just gonna step out of teaching. I do not know everyone's name in this room right now. Dang it. Why would you do your team here? What? I feel like there's some backstabbing right now. Okay. He uh, likes to see you struggle. Yes, I think. <laughs> I think I do. I don't. I mean, I don't go. think I got all your names until like Christmas time. Yeah, it's, yeah, it takes this day time. Go. 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 Anything, oh. else? <laughs> go, go, go. Anything, anything else, John? No, we're done, right? Okay, we're right. done, right? <laughs> Joyce? <laughs> are we going to going to service now? Joyce. <laughs> what would you like to improve personally next year? Um, I think also for me, I like to improve in being more personal and like adding more personal stories. And like not reading off my notes so much and just like speaking directly to the students. And then also, I guess, like being more creative and trying out different ideas and not just like the same format every time. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so another behind the scenes thing is that when we email each other uh, the schedule and purpose, we also sometimes give each other critique if, if we answer our emails. You know, sometimes we'll give each other critique. And, um, Not but my problem. Before, like, I didn't have any structure for, like, oh, how I want us to critique each other. But eventually, I think maybe it was, like, October or November, I said, okay, do, do one good thing, one, one thing to improve on, and then one encouragement for the teacher, right? Um, I think that, I think constructive criticism, especially uh, amongst your peers, is important, and so I guess what I'm trying to tell you guys is that like um, we we do care to improve and to be better teachers, and it's not I don't think it's just like a personal thing, like oh I want to be a better teacher because I'm Aaron and because like it's my thing, but I think that God does have high standards for teachers, um, you know morally right obviously right our lives need to be um, instructive, but I think also just in skill, right? We're called to excellence in, in our work and the things that we do. And so um, I think that as, as Sunday school teachers and, and people who are teaching God's word, you know, in any capacity, it's important to strive for excellence. You know, not for perfection, obviously, right? But more, more so just, just to honor God, right? And to honor his word and to set an example for you guys. Like we, we did try and care a little bit too improve as teachers. That, that, I think that's the heart of a, of a teacher. And so as, as you guys go and you do your work, um, I, I hope that it's not just like, oh, you want to do well in school and do well at your job because of you personally, and that's you as a person, but I think because we're representing Christ, and he, he calls us to do good and excellent work. And then, then other people can see your good works and then glorify your father in heaven. So that was kind of my mindset in terms of like, yeah, we, we do need to give each other critique, but also encourage each other along the way. John, what was your most memorable lesson? Either most challenging or, um, you know, your, your personal favorite. What was the most memorable one that you had? I think the most memorable is my most challenging in the sense that, uh, well, two of them. Uh, one was the uh, eschatology part of hermeneutics as well as limited atomic reason why is because both of them are very difficult topics to cover in like one Sunday school lesson yeah. um, especially for the, the revelation um, limited atonement is I'm going to say the, the least or no it's the most argued point 
of the doctrines of grace. Uh, so having to nail those two down after not teaching it for like four years is, was was fairly difficult. Yeah. Uh, so those are probably like the longer lessons that took me to, or those are the lessons that took me longer to prepare. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, that's my most memorable one. I did give you the harder lessons. So in our schedule, I looked at the topics and I was like, oh, that's a hard one, John. And so that, thank you, John, for taking all the hard ones. And um, to do eschatology or, you know, limited atonement in, in one or two weeks, it's, that's actually a really, really short time. And so uh, I do recognize the effort that you put into trying to cram the stuff in there. And um, for you guys, it is, it is like introductory to these things. We didn't go like hardcore in depth, but we did try to take you as deep as we could in the time frame. Thanks, John. Joyce, most memorable or most challenging, something that sticks out to you for you personally? Um, I think I would just say like my first two lessons, which is unconditional election, because, well, I really like that topic because I didn't learn about it until I was in college. And so it was like a mind-blowing thing to me. So I was really excited to teach it because I think it's a really important thing to understand. Um, Also, that was like the one that I stayed up till 2 a.m. doing. (laughs) Um, And in that one, I remember I used a diagram to explain justice versus grace or like non-justice. And so after I used that diagram, one of the girls... I don't remember who, but one of the girls came up to me afterwards and said that, oh, like, that makes so much sense. Like, I understand it more now. And that was, like, my first moment of, oh, people are listening to me. (laughs) (laughs) And they understand what I'm saying. And it's, like, very um, rewarding to think that, like, they understand what I'm saying. Yeah, I did give you the the you and tulip on purpose. I did do that on purpose. Because I think, well, because I did the T, right? I did the total depravity. And I knew that, like, okay, Joyce is new. Like, I want her to get her feet wet, right? Like, I want you to start just kind of as soon as possible. And I think that was a good one because it wasn't like the L is harder, right? The L is harder than the U, in my opinion. But the U is crucial in the sense where if you don't understand that, then it kind of does mess mess up the rest of, of Tulip, right? So even though I set up the T, the U was crucial to, to set up John and then to set up the, the rest of it, too. And unconditional election is my probably my personal favorite out of all of those. And so, yeah, I did give you that one on purpose. You did well on that. You did well on that. Um, my most memorable for John, and not not that it's like their best lessons, but I don't know if you guys remember how he did the um, he put the the plane right here, the yes. Legos. That was pretty memorable. And then for Joyce, you actually tried to show a video. What was that video of the train conductor or something like that? What was the name of the video? I don't know what the name of the video is. What happened to the, the kid conductor? Died. He died. Kid died. <laughs> <laughs> that was implied, wasn't it? Yeah, he got crushed by the train. He just had his paper about it. You didn't tell us what actually happened. Oh, he died. <laughs> so I, I don't I don't think those were I don't I want to I don't want to say that I think those are your best lessons but they were the most memorable because you guys actually like tried to do something creative and out of the box and and me like I'm just kind of like a, oh I'm just gonna like speak didactic teaching kind of style um, bringing Legos or watching movie that's not really my thing but I, I do appreciate the creativity you guys bring to the table right I think I think that even with Jesus' examples, right? He didn't always just teach just by talking. And so I think that's where this plurality of teachers kind of helps out a little bit. Both of you guys are very instrumental in adding diversity to this class and making it fun and exciting, I think. 
What is one critical feedback or warning that you have for these students, John? I didn't get this far into my prep. Um, so this will be real raw. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm at, when am I at? Not real. Good point. That's right. Where my life on my sleeve. Uh, was the question again? <laughs> uh, one one piece of critical feedback or warning for these students after observing them over the year, like what what would you want to to kind of give them a heads up on in the future? Maybe as students or you know. Sunday school stuff, church stuff, school stuff, habits that you see from them? Um, I think when it comes to Sunday school and for your futures, uh, I understand that most students, if not all students, don't and will probably not remember anything that we ever taught in Sunday school. Um, that's, I think, just the reality of it. Uh, a lot of us... As we get older, we totally forget about what we learned in Sunday school. Uh, as a, you know, for if you ask me in high school what I learned, I, I have no idea. Um, I was kind of on cruise control, but then again, I also hated the world too. Uh, so, which is true. Um, but I think for you guys, just remembering Sunday school is is to remember uh, your teachers' hearts. Uh, it, it isn't necessarily the the lessons um, I, I honestly don't expect you to remember all of the lessons I do expect you to remember general ideas but I think what leaves a more impressionable well, I think what leaves a better impression on, on your hearts is to remember uh, the relationship between student and teacher um, and see how uh, like let's say Joyce uh struggled as a teacher to teach you not because she wanted to teach because I don't really think she wanted to teach in the beginning um, but she struggled because she cares for you guys same thing with Aaron Aaron likes to Aaron's teaching is a little bit different um, well a, very different from mine uh, but through his teaching which I would actually argue is preaching <laughs> so you guys have been getting two sermons per Sunday. Um, like his heart comes out for you guys. And he tries to make every Sunday school lesson relevant in terms of what's going on today, whether it's on the news or social media. Like he really brings that out. I don't bring that out. Um, but, you know, as, as you guys look at your teacher's, uh, whether it's this year, next year, or going forward in Sunday school, just know that a lot of us aren't paid and we're doing this not because we have to, but we want to because we actually care for you guys. And it's that relationship um, that I would, that I want you guys to remember maybe 20 years down the line because I guarantee you if I ask you what we taught on this year, you're not going to remember and I'm not going to remember. So... But we will remember the relationship. Joyce. Oh, that was one, a good answer. One critical piece <laughs> of feedback or a warning for these um, students after being with them for a year. I guess, like, one warning would be, <clears throat> so this class is very good, and it provides a lot of, like, um, really solid, really kind of, I guess, like, bearing on, like, complex um, theological information. 
so you're getting really good teaching from really solid people who <clears throat> like are um, really good at like providing you with a solid framework for your beliefs but <clears throat> like don't think that you know it all I guess and don't let that get to your head and um, make you think that like oh because I know so much information like I'm I'm good I'm a mature and good Christian because knowledge doesn't necessarily translate into a worshipful life um, and also in comparison to like your friends from other churches they might not receive the same teaching that you do but it doesn't necessarily mean that like they're not as good Christians as you or they're not um, as as honoring to God as you are um, so just take that information learn from it and like use it in your life but don't let it become like a source of pride Good. And John, one positive piece of encouragement for these students. This will be the last time you're addressing them, I think, in, in this capacity. Is one positive? I think I just did that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, That's fair. But, eh, I don't know. Um, I think first, remember that this is the best class you'll ever have. Um, with the best teachers. Uh... Second is, I think it is important to, well, for those of you who took notes. <laughs> yeah. Second to last class, man. Yeah, man, I totally forgot your, Still, your yeah. notebook. <laughs> Whatever your name is. <laughs> It's funny because he's my cousin too. Tech, uh, I don't know. I don't no. know. <laughs> Not really. It's like a, a distant cousin. Anyway, um, look back at your notes. And it would be good for you to look back at your notes because I know in, in college, whether it, whether we spoke on Q&A topics or, or even just doctrine, um, they will come up. Inevitably, it will come up. Uh, and so I think for you, uh, whether we were talking about uh, hermeneutics or struggling with, I don't know, dating or whatever, which I never spoke about because I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, or, or if it was suicide or tattoos, right, if you should get tattoos, look back on your notes um, and just see how, how true those things are for you at that moment. Uh, because the things that we taught you, you know, it's not, it's not going to be outdated in 20 years. Okay. Um, it's not going to be outdated in 20 years because our source is the Bible. And the Bible has been relevant ever since God spoke the world into creation. Um, and so don't, you know, try not to forget that. Choice. Um, what was the question? <laughs> Encouragement. One, one, yeah. If you read our, our emails, then yes, you would know the <laughs> questions <laughs> before. <laughs> one positive <laughs> encouragement yeah, to these. Don't you love this? Like <laughs> really, <laughs> the dynamics of this. It's so savage. Um, <laughs> one encouragement. I guess like it's a really good thing that you guys are here and attending Sunday school because like when I was growing up in high school I never had Sunday school 
and a lot of churches don't have Sunday school like this. So it's a good thing that you're here, and thanks for coming and attending and paying attention and engaging. Um, an encouragement would be to continue to ask questions and stay curious and to um, like take what you learned and then let that inform your next question. So like continue to seek answers for your questions, continue to be curious and want to know more about what you're hearing. And like you can question the things that we teach you too. Like don't just like take it and um, run with it, but really like work through what we're giving you and challenge us. Challenge your next teachers and talkers. Yeah, give them a hard time. Give them a hard time. Give them a hard time. Jesus is the ultimate teacher, right? He's, he's not extreme, okay? He's not extreme. He's just real and raw. And even though we have different teaching styles and approaches to teaching, I think um, I want you guys to model us in the same way that hopefully we model Christ. That when he was on the cross, I think that was the most extreme teaching moment that he did. It wasn't just words. Right? But he, he actually lived it out, and he taught us on the cross about God's holiness, about God's love, about justice and mercy, and about who God is. And he did it by his actions. And so even though we have different <coughs> methods of classroom teaching, for all of us and for all of you, our lives need to be teaching examples to everybody that we come across to show them and to teach them who God is and who Jesus is so that they can see him through us, right? Sometimes evangelism doesn't come in, in missions, in YSMP missions. It's, it's how you live your life in your senior year of high school and when you go to college and the people that you meet and then in your workplace and then in your families. Worship is all the time. And so you being um, young students, men and women, don't let anyone look down on you because you're young, but set an example for the believers in love and faith and purity. Let them see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Let Jesus on the cross be our ultimate teaching example. Thanks, John and Joyce, and thank you everyone for listening. Don't forget that you can get all of the episodes of Walnut Notes delivered via YouTube, Spotify, or your favorite podcast player. Just search for FCBC Walnut. For more information about our Sunday ministries, visit our church website at fcbcwalnut.org. And don't hesitate to stop by the church office or visit one of the welcome booths on Sundays. There are many opportunities to learn, grow, and serve at FCBC Walnut, so let us know how we can help you to get plugged in. I also want to encourage you to subscribe to Walnut Weekly, our social media email newsletter. We deliver fresh resources for free and provide peeks behind the scenes from the social media ministry of FCBC Walnut. Let our social media ministry serve you. Find the link in the show notes, but you can also find the link under the resources menu on our website at fcbcwalnut.org. Thanks. See you soon.